Football is back and right now Bet365 are offering a wide range of markets including first, last or anytime goal scorers. With over 45 million members, it's the world's favourite online betting company. We've got wall-to-wall Premier League football with games being played nearly every day and with Bet365 Bet Builder, you can combine match results, players to score, number of goals and more to create your own personalised bet. And if you can't watch all the games live with Bet365's Match Live feature, you can follow every moment through live graphics and text. Bet365 is the world's favourite online sport betting company. The app can be downloaded from Google Play and Apple App Store. Over 18s only. Please gamble responsibly. Hi folks, welcome to another 59th Minute FPL podcast which is brought to you by The Athletic. I'm Mark McGettigan, better known in the world of fantasy football as FPL General. I'm recording this episode on Thursday night, just after Manchester United have beaten Crystal Palace 2-0. I'm a very happy Rashford, Martial and Fernandes owner tonight. There's still one game to go in Game Week 36, which is West Ham against Watford on Friday evening. And then the Game Week 37 deadline rolls around pretty quickly the day after on Saturday. Saturday deadline is 4.30pm UK time. I don't ever remember there being a deadline at 4.30pm on a Saturday. So make sure you make note of it and get your transfers and captaincy decided before then. If you're not yet an Athletic subscriber, you can try for free for 30 days by visiting theathletic.com forward slash FPLpod. You can join in in the Q&As with myself and Ben Dinnery for the final two game weeks of the season, as well as getting access to articles from the best football journalists in the business. Unfortunately, there is no new members to the 59th Minute Club in Game Week 36, unless someone can get the dreaded substitution in that Watford-West Ham game on Friday night, so keep an eye out for that one. Hopefully we'll get a few more in Game Week 37 and Game Week 38. One thing I did notice, however, when I was looking through the minutes played from Game Week 36 was Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain at Liverpool has managed to get taken off in the 60th minute in three of the last four games. So this guy is dicing with death when it comes to the 59th minute. He's already got one this season, so he's looking the most likely to get another one before the season is out. So that was that's very impressive, getting taken off three times in four games, right bang on 60 minutes. So he's just about scraping those extra one points together. And I'm sure a couple of clean sheet points in there as well. So a notable mention for Oxlade-Chamberlain. But apart from that, plenty of 58s, plenty of 60s, 61s. But nothing for me, unfortunately, to shout out this week. A quick review of Game Week 36. How has it gone for me? I'm all out. All of my players have played. I've had a very good game week. I finished on 68 points. I had a quick look on livefpl.net, which is a very good website for up-to-date ranks and stuff like that and and top 10k ownership and all that kind of stuff. It's telling me that currently with 68 points, I'm going to jump from 31k to 19k, so just inside the top 20,000 with two game weeks to go. So if you offered me that at the start of the season, I would have snapped your hand off. So two game weeks to go to try and break into that top 10k thousand very much achievable now if i can nail captaincy in particular for game week 37 and 38 i should have a very good chance of getting my goal of top 10k so hopefully we can get there as i said there's one game to go i should be just inside top 10k 
most of the players, Watford and West Ham, are not very highly owned. Antonio is probably the biggest threat to my rank. So I'm hoping as a selfish non-owner that he's the guy who gets a 59th minute substitution on Friday night for a one-pointer. Going into the game week, I had two free transfers and I used both of them. I got rid of Mares and I got rid of Calvert-Lewin. And I brought in Phil Foden and I brought in Gabriel Jesus, who I captained. So those transfers worked out well. Foden obviously didn't do anything, but the Jesus captaincy worked out well. In doing so, I had a choice of selling either Calvert-Lewin or Jimenez. Initially, my plan was to get rid of Jimenez. But then I realised I could get Jesus by selling Calvert-Lewin. I had enough cash. So I think that was a no-brainer. Got rid of Calvert-Lewin, who's been useless and blanked again this game week. And I benched Jimenez, but I got lucky because Kevin De Bruyne didn't make an appearance. So I'm getting Jimenez off the bench for a nine-pointer. So that is a nice slice of luck. It's probably the first time this season that I've had a decent, you know, decent points all coming off my bench from first sub. So I'm grateful for that. Got rid of Mares, he was benched, came on, didn't do anything, so I was quite happy to get rid of him. In terms of who got the points for me, it was all about the strikers, really. Jesus got 16 as captain, Rashford got 12, Jimenez got 9, so clean sweep there. In midfield, blank for Foden, Pulisic got 6, Bruno got 6, and Martial got 8, so a good performance from the midfielders as well. Didn't get too much from goalkeeper and defenders, Pope 3. Trent with a zero, Aurier two, and Doc got a four. But that four felt pretty big from Doc, given that he was benched. So it was nice to see him get the assist there. So overall, a very, very good game week for me. And what was a pretty tricky game week, especially in terms of captaincy blanks and things like that. So I've come out of it very well, and hopefully it's onwards and upwards now for the final two game weeks. A watch list update now following game week 36. A few players I've added and a few that I've removed. First one, I think this guy is going to be a popular transfer in this week. Chris Wood at Burnley. He's 6.1 million and he's only owned by 1% of managers. He scored a great penalty against Wolves right at the death to wipe out that Wolves clean sheet. And that was after possibly miss of the season. He had a header that I don't know how he missed it. He managed to put it wide. But could have easily been a brace for Chris Wood in that game. So that bodes well for him ahead of the best fixture of the season, which is Norwich uh, Norwich City at the weekend. So I like Chris Wood. The problem for me is Jimenez, Rashford, Jesus. Can I justify selling any of those guys to get a Burnley striker? I don't think I can. But I mean, if you're sitting there with Calvert-Lewin or somebody similar who's not doing very well, I think it's a no-brainer to get Chris Wood for Burnley. Uh, I think he's uh, get Chris Wood for the Norwich game. I think he's got Brighton on the final day as well. So two nice fixtures there to finish the season. Always been a big fan of Chris Wood. During lockdown, I actually brought him in during lockdown and I sold him during lockdown as well. Just, I don't know what I was doing. I must have had a few beers one night. Uh, I don't know if that was when I bought him or when I sold him, but I would like to get him back, but I don't think I'm going to be able to, given that I'm happy with my strikers. But I think he's a great option. Um, with those fixtures. Jay Rodriguez, I spoke about him on last week's episode. He went off, I think, at half time with a tight calf in that Burnley game. So I think all the signs are pointing towards Chris Wood now on penalties. Great fixture. I can see him doing very well uh, in game week 37 and possibly in game week 38 as well. A couple of midfielders now. David Silva, 7.3 million. In his last two starts, he's got a 17-pointer and a 13-pointer. So David Silva has been rolling back the years playing like he is 24 rather than 34 
I think that's what AG is. You know, it's. I think all of us would like to see him stay at Man City for another season. I think there's an offer on the table, so hopefully he takes it and we get to enjoy him for another season. But he's he's just a magician. He's a joy to watch, even as a Manchester United fan. I will miss him if he does indeed leave Man City during the summer break. I like him for game week 38 mostly. Now, if the pattern continues, I think there's a good chance that he maybe won't play in game week 37. And then, if it is to be his final game for Manchester City, it's Norwich at home on the final day of the season. So, I really like David Silver for that one. I mentioned him in that in that uh, differential captaincy article I, I wrote a couple of weeks ago. The one where I mentioned Antonio last week. I mentioned David Silva for the final game of the season as a differential punt. So, he's owned by just 5.2% of managers at the moment. Now, I think that will climb more towards 10% by by the time Game Week 38 rolls around, especially if he doesn't start that Game Week 37 game, which I think is against Watford. But I wouldn't be surprised even to see him start both games if, if he doesn't play that FA Cup game this weekend. So David Silva is on my watch list, and there's a very good chance I'll bring him in uh, for the final game of the season. Another midfielder, David Brooks at Bournemouth. He's 6.1 million. Came off the bench to score in that Manchester City game. I think Brooks is the best player at Bournemouth. And I think if they're going to stay up, he's going to have a big part to play in the final two games, which are home to Southampton and away to Everton. Now, Bournemouth were pretty good against Manchester City. I think they had 14 shots and City had just eight. So that gives you an idea of how that game went. Bournemouth were... were I watched it. Bournemouth were pretty unlucky not to get at least a point from that game. If not win it, they just weren't clinical enough with those chances that they had. So I expect Brooks to come in and start both of those games against Southampton and Everton after he had a bit of a breather for that Manchester City game. And I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him do well. Um, now anyone who's new to FPL this season, Brooks had a very good season last year. Something like, I think it was seven assists, six goals, seven assists, something like that in a breakout season for the young lad. So I think Brooks is a good option. 0.1% ownership. So, I mean, a lot of people are going to be looking for differentials for the final two weeks. I think David Brooks could be a very good one. A couple of strikers now. Now, they're, they're pretty expensive strikers. I'm pretty happy with my strikers, so I'm probably not going to be buying these guys. But this is more for, for people like yourselves who, who may not, you, you know, you may have a striker spot that you're looking to change. Harry Kane is one and Alexander Lacazette is the other. Now, if I had to choose between these two, I think it would be Harry Kane, just because he will start both games. Lacazette, there's always question marks whether he will or will he whether he won't. Harry Kane's 10.9 million, scored a brace against Newcastle. He's around 10% owned, he's on penalties, and he's got Leicester at home and Crystal Palace away. So coming off a brace, he's going into the final two games with a bit of form. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Kane get a few more goals between now and the end of the season. And Lacazette, 9.2 million goal and an assist against Liverpool which does his chances no harm at all of keeping his place in the starting 11. He's actually scored three goals in the last his last four appearances so he's in a bit of form as well just 2% owned. I think Nketiah's ban is over now so obviously that played into Lacazette's hands for the last couple of games but he's going to have Nketiah again for competition for the final two games of the season. It'll be interesting to see, obviously, who plays the FA Cup game, uh, and then that might give us an idea of who'll play the final two games of the season. But obviously, FPL deadline is before those FA Cup games. As far as I know, I'm just thinking now, FPL deadline is 4.30 on Saturday. I'm not sure what time the FA Cup game is on Saturday, so 
It could be a case of we might know some of those lineups in the FA Cup before the FPL deadline, but I need I should have really checked that beforehand. So yeah, Harry Kane, Lacazette, two options on my watch list, but like I say, probably won't be bringing either of them in, or else if I do, it'll be a punt for, for Game Week 38 if I pick up an injury to one of my strikers. So that's the players added. Uh, players I've removed from the watch list this week, Charlie Taylor has picked up an injury for Burnley, probably won't play for the rest of the season would be my guess. Alan St. Maximan at Newcastle has also picked up a knock of some kind. He's yellow flagged. I think Newcastle have Liverpool on the final day anyway, so I'm not really interested in St. Maximan anymore. Mason Greenwood has is gone from my watch list as well, mainly because I've already got three United players. I've got Bruno, I've got Rashford, and I've got Martial, and I'm happy with those three, so I'm not looking to make the switch. You know, go back a week or two, I was half thinking about going going Rashford to Greenwood just to free up cash because Greenwood was looking hot and, and Rashford was frustrating me but Rashford has produced the goods now and Greenwood has gone a little bit quiet over the last two games so I won't be getting Greenwood in at any point between now and the end of the season the other player I've removed is Willian at Chelsea simply because I've already got Pulisic and I'm happy to keep Pulisic but Chelsea have Liverpool and Wolves in their final two games, so it's two tricky fixtures. I'm happy to keep Pulisic, but I won't be looking to double up with Willian. So I think Willian, if you've got him, I think it's fine to keep him. Pulisic, fine to keep him, but I wouldn't be getting both of them in together looking at those fixtures. Harry sponsors the 59th Minute Podcast. Harry's was founded by Jeff and Andy, two ordinary guys who were sick and tired of overpriced razors. Jeff and Andy knew there was only one way to ensure quality, so they bought their own factory. And now, by taking less profit, Harry's offers great quality products for a fair price. Their amazing quality blades are now almost half the price of the leading five-blade brand. Harry's trial set includes everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. Weighted ergonomic handle, five precision-engineered blades, rich lather and shave gel, and a travel blade cover. As a listener of the 59th Minute Podcast, you can start shaving with Harry's today by claiming your trial set for £3.95. Support our podcast and get your set delivered to you, including a razor handle, five-blade cartridge, foam and shave gel, and a travel blade cover by going to harrys.com forward slash the 59th minute right now. That's harrys.com forward slash the 59th minute. Thanks to everyone who sent in the questions on Twitter. First one came in from Alpha Stack this week. Alpha Stack say, I know you've said about making attacking transfers, but is now the time to sell Trent Alexander-Arnold? So you yeah, have mentioned on the last few podcasts that I've decided just to focus my transfers on midfield and forwards because it's just pretty boring to make defensive transfers for the final two weeks of the season. So I'm just going to keep Trent, not because I love what he's doing these days, but mainly because... I want to. I just want to go after midfielders and forwards. Go after those goals. Is selling Trent okay now? I think it is. Um, is it Chelsea next, and then I think it's Newcastle final day of the season. So it wouldn't surprise me. At the same time, people sell Trent now for the Chelsea game, and he, yes, he'll probably get a two pointer there. And then he comes out against Newcastle and, and does one of his his magnificent twenty four pointer Trent special. So for me, that is my hope. I hope he gets. 10 plus points on the final day of the season but I don't really have high hopes to be honest it's more keeping them just because I want to focus my transfers elsewhere so yes I wouldn't stop anybody from selling Trent for the final two games of the season 
famous last words what damage you know what's the worst damage he could do you know i think anyone who sold him for that leicester game earlier in the season will have something to say to you if you're thinking about selling them but yeah i think it's fine question from fpl walter is it essential to get burnley players ahead of game week 37 so i think burnley players i think burnley players are going to be bought by more than anyone ever in the history of fpl this week just because they play norwich in game week 37 is it essential to get their players absolutely not at the end of the day this is still burnley they are not a man city or a liverpool so yes we've got high hopes that they're going to beat norwich comfortably but that is not a given you know strange results happen all the time in the premier league so don't be banking on a three or four nil win for burnley because it could end up being a nil nil or a one nil and or, or you know norwich could score you know if they've got decent players yes they haven't scored for a while but you know as i said strange things always happen in the premier league especially when it's just one game so not essential to get burnley players do i think it's they're good options yes chris wood dwight mcneil i think pope if you don't have him uh, defenders Tarkowski is probably a, a decent option as well got a bit of a goal threat so not essential but if if you can get to them easily I think they've got two good fixtures so I think they're a, a decent place to go they offer good value for the final two game weeks question from Christian what to do with Man City assets he's got Mares, KDB and Sterling uh, a, a similar question from FPL Matty what to do with Phil Foden sell or keep so I think my short answer to this is what to do with Manchester City players. I think you just keep them. Whichever ones you have, you just keep them and you hope for the best. You've got a couple of tickets to the lottery and you've got to hope that you're going to win it in Game Week 37 or Game Week 38. Game Week 36 was obviously very frustrating. You know, Sterling, KDB, Mares all not starting and, and the, the guys that did come on got one-pointers. But that probably bodes well for future games. Now, I think FA Cup and Champions League that muddies the waters a little bit for Manchester City players because obviously they're going to focus on the cups now. Um, you know, they can't, I don't think I think second place is is basically tied up for them in the league, so they, they haven't much to play for there. Again, I would just stick with what you have. There's no point trying to second guess Pep. You know, as we've seen in, in Game Week 36, I think Game Week 38. You know, all the games are are at the same time in, in Game Week 38, so we we could we could get quite a bit of team news before the deadline. So I think it's a case of for game week 37, the Watford game, you just keep the Manchester City players, you hope they start. Maybe you don't captain them, especially because they've got that FA Cup game first, which is probably going to, you know, it does muddy things because usually we can kind of guess what Pep's going to do from the previous league game. But because there's an FA Cup game before the FPL match, it makes things a lot trickier this week to predict the lineup. So I think keep them, hope for the best. And then in game week 38, I think it's a good idea to keep two transfers for Game Week 38 if you can. If your team looks good for, for this week, bank a transfer. I think that's what I'll be doing because if there is a bit of team news before deadline, it's nice to have that flexibility. It could be a case of moving your Man City players around. Let's say you have Mares and Sterling and let's say you find out before deadline that they're not starting or there's strong suggestions that they're not going to start. You can use your two, two free transfers in to get a Foden uh, and get a you know another Man City attacker, maybe a David Silva. It might be a case of flipping your Man City attackers for that Norwich game on the final day. So that's that's what I like. Keep them for thirty seven, hope for the best, and then thirty eight. Hopefully, we will have some early team news, and we can we can you know make some late moves to set ourselves up nicely for the final day. Uh, FPL Matty was asking about Foden, what to do with him, sell or keep. Again, I'm going to keep him. I one of the main reasons I kept Jimenez uh, when I made my moves last week was. My plan was start Foden last week and bench Jimenez, which I did. 
And then this week, flip it. So start Jimenez against Crystal Palace and bench Foden because I expect him to get benched if that pattern continues. And then game week 38, Foden will hopefully come back in and start against Norwich. So I'm going to bench Foden this week and then I'm going to start him against Norwich and hopefully he gets 39 points on the final day. Question from Marky B. Is it time to drop Pulisic? So I mentioned this already. I've seen enough from Pulisic in the last few games that there's absolutely no chance I'm going to sell him. The fixtures don't put me off. Liverpool uh, haven't been defending very well, as we've seen against Arsenal. So I-, I fancy Pulisic to get something against Liverpool. And then it's Wolves on the final day. You know, Wolves haven't been keeping clean sheets every game recently either. So I fancy Pulisic to, to get points in both games. So I think if you've got him, you keep him. Um, yes, I can see the argument for getting rid. It depends who you're getting rid of him for. If you're, if you're upgrading... Maybe to a city midfielder, you know, a Manny or Salah. But to be honest, there's not many players I would sell Pulisic for at the moment. Even that, in that Norwich game, yes, he only got an assist, but he had a few, you know, pretty good chances as well. He could have easily been on the score sheet in that one. So Pulisic for me is a firm hold. Question from John Wayne. Aurier, keep or sell? So the, yeah, this is a tricky one. Obviously, it was awful to see what happened to his brother. I was very surprised to see him actually play in Game Week 36. Now, I think he's travelled to France, as far as I know, um, yesterday. So it remains to be seen whether you know that could be him done for the season. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play again, which would be completely understandable. So keep or sell. I think the key is just wait for Jose Mourinho's press conference because there's probably a good chance he'll tell us either way what is the the situation with Aurier, whether he's going to stay in France for a while or if he's going to come back. For me, I think I'm in a good position because I've got Tanganga on my bench. So if Aurier didn't play, let's say he didn't play in game week 37, I would fancy Tanganga to come come in at right back. So that will hopefully save me having to make a transfer. Even if if Mourinho comes out and says Aurier is not going to be available, I'll be hoping Tanganga comes in, so I won't be selling Aurier. I'll just, I'll just, um, I'll just bench him in that case. But obviously, if if it comes out that he's not going to play, or it looks like there's a good chance he won't play, I think you can sell him then. Question from FPL Summers: Keep Vardy or switch to Kane slash Aubameyang? For me, I think it's probably easier for me to say this as a non-Vardy owner, but I think if I had him, I would keep him. You know, he's still still hunting that golden boot. He's still Jamie Vardy. I think he was very unlucky tonight not to get more points he got the assist I think he hit the post some very good stats from that game this evening so I think I would keep him yes the fixtures are tough at Spurs and Manchester United to, to finish the season but I mean Leicester are still fighting for that Champions League spot so I think Vardy is a, is a hold as well Kane yes he's attractive it's Leicester and Crystal Palace coming off a brace Aubameyang he's got Villa and Watford so Aubameyang has the best fixtures out of the three but you know, it's I still find it hard to pay that cash for Bamiang when he you know spends a lot of time on the wing. So for me, if I had to choose one of Vardy, Kane, and Bamiang for the final two games, I would hold on to Jamie. Question from FPL Sponge: Are hits worth it at this late stage of the season? There's a question I get quite a lot towards the end of the season. Are hits worth it with only two game weeks to go? I think it always depends on what the transfers you're making. I mean, if you're getting rid of two donkeys like. You know, people like Calvert Lewin are getting two points every week, or players that are just you know not re- reliable to start. And if you're bringing in two very good assets who've got very good fixtures, I think hits are still fine, even on the final day. I mean, if you're getting rid of someone who you think is going to score two points, and you're bringing them in, bringing in someone who you think could get ten plus points on the final day, you know why not go for it? 
really depends on what kind of manager you are. If you're someone like me who is very conservative, you won't do it. If you're someone who's more adventurous and, and maybe if you're really trying to make up ground, you've probably got to go for a hit or two to try and take those risks and to differentiate. So, yeah, what I would say is don't be put off by hits just because there's only two game weeks left because quite often we see hits pay off instantly in the first game week. Question from Andrew McCormick. For those planning to free hit in game week 38, who looks like a good one week punt for game week 37? Yeah, so managers who are going to free hit in 38, you know, this is your last week to to use your, your free transfers. So again, I think it's got to be Burnley just because of the fixture. One week punt on Chris Wood. Dwight McNeil, I think, is a good one week punt as well. Just ask Let's Talk FPL Andy about that one. He has good memories of, of McNeil on his bench boost a couple of weeks back. So yeah, Chris Waiter, Dwight McNeil would be my one-week punts this week. Question. There was actually lots of questions about free hit game 38. So I'll cover those on next week's episode. I'll probably put together, you know, if I was using a free hit in game 38, what my squad would look like. So tune in next week for that if you are playing free hit next week. Last question I'll cover this week is from Mosin. He's asking about the triple captain chip. So anyone who has triple captain left, what should they do? Now, looking at the fixtures this week, I'm not overly keen on it, mainly because of the MFA Cup games. You know, I would I would probably would have suggested a Man City player or a Manchester United player this week, but just because of that slight worry that you can you know, you play your triple captain and then they get injured in the FA Cup, you know, it would be an absolute nightmare. Um, so yeah I think I would probably wait until game week 38 for triple captain that's obviously if it's your only chip and you don't have, have your free hit or bench boost to use so game week 38 Man City play Norwich I think that's where you got to go with your triple captain chip and like I said hopefully we get some team news so at least you can find out that someone is definitely playing you know a David Silva a KDB Jesus, Sterling, Mares, all of these guys, you can I think you can triple captain any of those if you know that they are starting before the deadline and if not you just make an educated guess on which of them will start. You know, I think David Silva has a very good chance of playing. And I think I said it on a previous episode, I think if City were to get a penalty on the final day, I think David Silva would take it if it's his last game for the club. Um, Salah and Manny are options as well in Game Week 38. They play Newcastle. Manny was, I thought Manny was sensational uh, in Game Week 36. Much better than Salah, but we often see that. It often flips on its head, but if I was a triple captain, Salah or Manny in Game Week 38, I think I'd be going for Sadio Manny, but probably not the best person to give that advice, given that I triple captained him for three points back in, what was it, Game Week 24? Anyway, I'm not going to open up those scars tonight. So yeah, for me, triple captain, Game Week 38 on a Manchester City player. Hello, I'm James Richardson, host of the Totally Football Show, now part of the Athletics Podcast Network. We're going to be here following all the action as the 2020 football season reaches its belated conclusion. And if you're an Athletics subscriber, you can now hear exclusive ad-free versions of our show on the Athletic app. And don't worry, if you're not a subscriber, you can still listen to us for free with the occasional word from our sponsor by searching for The Totally Football Show on Apple, Spotify and all the usual podcast places. The Totally Football Show with me, James Richardson, still totally free and now totally ad-free on The Athletic. I'll finish up with Gaming 37 captaincy and transfer. So captaincy, first of all, my first instinct when looking at the fixtures for Game Week 37 was to go for a Manchester United player against West Ham at home. Now, obviously, 
all these teams who have FA Cup, it is a slight worry, but I'm probably not going to let that put me off. I think I'm going to stick with a United player, and I just need to decide whether it's going to be Bruno, Martial or Rashford. I thought Rashford in particular was excellent um, against Crystal Palace. Martial's been on fire recently as well, and we all know what Bruno can do as well. He's very consistent, but I think I'll probably lean towards one of the more explosive guys who I think is, is Martial or Rashford. Um to me, Fernandez is the is the steady Eddie, who is going to get you, you know, probably a minimum of six points. But I think Martial or Rashford are probably have more potential to get a hat, you know, a hat trick in a game. So I think I'm going to go for United player at home to West Ham. I just need to decide which one. The other options are Manchester City are away to Watford, but I think it's very hard to predict that City lineup with the FA Cup game at the weekend beforehand. So I'm going to stay away from captaincy this weekend. Liverpool play Chelsea. You know, you could go for a Salah, a Mane or a Pulisic. You know, neither defence have been great recently. But again, I, I always tend to kind of sway away from those, you know, big clashes between two of the big teams for captaincy. It's just very unpredictable. Uh, it could be a week to try something different. Chris Wood at Norwich. I've been bigging him up all podcasts, so watch him miss a penalty and score minus three points now. But in all, all seriousness, I think Chris Wood is a is a good differential captain this week. Danny Ings is always a captaincy option. I hate the guy. Um, I would love to know what my rank would be if I had have had him in my team for most of the season. I think I'd be probably top 1k. Uh, he's been the bane of my life, but another goal tonight. Um, I think a good captaincy option against Bournemouth. And Jimenez is at home to Crystal Palace, so I think he's a viable option there as well. So lots of options, but for me, I think it's going to be a Manchester United player. In terms of my transfers, I've mentioned already that I like the idea of keeping two free transfers for a very unpredictable game week 38 there's always a lot of rotation there's always a lot of goals so i like the idea of having a bit of flexibility um and you know making probably two late transfers close to the deadline when i have as much information as possible about the teams so my team my team looks good for game week 37 so there's no major issues i need to fight obviously i would love to get chris wood in but like i said Jimenez, rashford jesus I can't justify getting rid of any of those guys for a Burnley striker. So that's going to be me. I'm going to bank my transfer. I'm going to captain a Manchester United player. And hopefully all will be well. Thanks as always for listening folks. Best of luck to you in Game Week 37. The last episode of the season will be sometime towards the end of next week. So Game Week 37. Game Week 37 ends on Wednesday. So most likely I will record either on Thursday or Friday. But definitely podcasts will be available at the latest on Friday ahead of Game Week 38, which is on the Sunday. So you'll have a little bit of extra time to listen to that podcast on the Saturday as well. So best of luck in Game Week 37. And I'll talk to you all again ahead of Game Week 38.